Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. I'm joined by Maggie Palmer. Hello, Maggie. Hey, Sarah. How are you doing? Oh, okay. <laughs> on your How are Mac- you? Good on your MacGyvered up uh, ear earbuds. Oh gosh, my! I told you my cat accomplished his ultimate goal, which was chewing through my headset. Um, and he's very proud of himself and I, you know, I'm happy for him, but apparently it's like trying to get weights, like dumbbells on, um, Amazon, all the headphones are just completely sold out. And my son offered me his, and I took one look at those nasty things and I was like, I'm good. There's not enough rubbing alcohol in the world to get me to wear those. I'm like, have you ever cleaned those? I'm just learning so much about my sixth grader. Yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness. Well, I say let's dive in because this episode is part of our routine series. And so far we've done morning routines and long run routines. And this is a topic when I was scheming up what routines we would do shows about. I never imagined we would be doing a shelter-in-place routine show. Sigh. Yeah. Sigh. So, Maggie, in this intro, I think you and I need to talk about the routines that we've established in the past few weeks. Um, we have children of very different ages, so I, I'm betting our daily lives are markedly different, too. And then then after you and I go into that, we'll be joined one after another by four mother runners who share what their lives are like these days, these strange, strange days. So, Maggie, you got three kids. The oldest is 10, and then your daughter is, she eight? She, yeah, she's eight today. Today's her birthday. Oh, that's nice. Happy birthday to Marion. Yeah. Yeah. And then little guy's five. Okay. So, and they don't all go to the same school, right? No, I have middle school. um, And then the way my school district works is all the elementary schools are pretty split up. So Hmm. Mary's in second grade. And then my little guy is pre-K, but he goes to Montessori. So it's Mm -hmm. a very entirely different routine for all three of them. Wow. Lucky you. Lucky you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hashtag blessed. (laughs) So how much are you being like the homeschool mama? How's that affecting things? Uh, Well, day one was mommy school and I had my little whiteboard and um, lasted about two hours. Uh, Mom had a little meltdown and I ended up in the hot tub. And (laughs) I didn't know you had a hot tub. Yes. And I said, it's recess. And we're in the hot tub when they came out and they found me. Uh, now, so we're doing little like swimming lessons in the hot tub and oh, it's actually become, how big is this thing? It's, I mean, it's not huge, but it's big enough for kids that we're like little, you know, I don't know. Swimming. Le- I used to be a lifeguard. I'm just reverting back to what I know because it was so overwhelming. The school thing. I was like, I was a lifeguard for a long time. And so I'm like, we're just going to do some breathing techniques. We're gonna so that, do- that's a role you're more comfortable, more comfortable with, but you're not getting by on just swimming in your hot tub as exercise. <laughs> <laughs> how is your, how is your workout routine changed? If at all? Oh, oh gosh, drastically. My, but my orange theory, one of my favorite coaches, Claire oh. is, um, She's doing an 8 a.m. broadcast every morning. And so Mm. she, you just, it's a Facebook Live. Mm -hmm. And I see all my friends in there popping up. And we do like a 20 to 30 minute routine. Mm. And that I've been trying to get out and running. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I'm developing shin splints in my right leg because I'm not used to running on pavement. And all our trails are shut down here. 
Oh. And, um, I have a treadmill in the basement, but you know, I'm used to the orange theory treadmills, which are pretty posh. So <laughs> it's hard to get down in my basement and kind of like watch my cat use the litter box while I'm running. <laughs> that was my cat this morning while I was doing daily calm. Like how long can they spend in the litter box? Like does the, the cat litter have to be just so before they can get out? And you know, here I am trying to focus on my breathing and all your ears. Scratch, 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 scratch. scratch. There's a lot of moving. Yeah. And it's like the world's longest pee. I'm like, oh, I yes. hear the pee over <laughs> the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <laughs> Oh, and, then, and then they kick around the litter so much that then it's like, oh, I can smell that stuff. I don't oh, like the smell. Of getting no, litter. I have a fan and it's like it was blowing right in that direction. So there's just a lot of start and stops. It was like the longest three miles of my life. <laughs> oh my and so, but one question about the Orange Theory, is it all body weight exercises or do you have some weights at home? So I have no weights. Um, we got rid of all our weights. We moved to St. Martin because sure. we had to keep everything under a certain... Uh, weight limits and we used to have tons of weights. So like I was using Finn the other day. I put it on our Instagram page. Oh, that, it was you. I didn't know who that was. I was bench pressing Finn. Um, I, then I was using pasta sauce because he ran away. And my pasta sauce weighs like what a pound? A p- well, even, I'm not even sure. I think they made the jars smaller because the, you know they kept the price the same, but dropped it down to like 12 ounces or 13 ounces instead of 16. Yeah. So I yeah. went around the house on a scavenger hunt. That was another game we played with the kids. Like, find mommy something that weighs five pounds. So oh, excellent! Excellent. I can do her workout. And <laughs> the cat litter, as it turns out, yes. I get like the big ones, and yes. they're five pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Like doing squats with them and stuff. Yeah, you could use it like a kettlebell. Just right. Make sure the caps on. Right, right. A kettlebell. Yeah, 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 yeah. The <laughs> oh, see, oh, ours is in a bag, so mine would. I mean, I guess I could just make sure that resealable tape was. Yeah, because that, that's in our base. We have one in the basement, and that's where I do um, my exercises. I've also been doing body weight exercises outside on our covered back porch, just so that I can be outside. Yeah, so. I do. You know, push ups and. Mm-hmm. sit-ups and jumping jacks outside. Mm-hmm. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he shared his body weight exercises, which was hilarious because he has these um, two donkeys. I don't know why, but he has these donkey friends and they hang out and he does it. And so How did you happen upon that? Like you just follow Arnold Schwarzenegger on, on Instagram? Reason, I follow him. I follow so many people on Instagram. Um, the Rock. I, I was about to say you like your you like your burly guys because I know you follow I The Rock. Know. And it's really totally the opposite of everything I've ever dated, but and married. <laughs> Maybe they're just fascinating to me. But I, I I did the happy hour with The Rock, and he ate his cheat day meal on Sunday. Um, it was just as disgusting as I thought it would be, but fascinating. And, you know, I kept asking questions because I'm like, I just want to hear him say my name. (laughs) No way. So he, he would say, oh, and Maggie wants to know. Oh yeah. Well, I'd hope so. But no, I was, he did. Because I would assume he got a lot of questions. Yeah. Oh, he did. And then there's all the trolley people that are like, follow my website for. Right. Right. Exactly. Like Juventino, go away. You've said that like 20 times. (laughs) I had to get to the rock here. Oh my goodness. But you have actually started your marathon training early just out of kind of to give you some focus, right? Okay. So I did. And then, uh, of course we came out with love the run you're with. Mm -hmm. So instead I'm going to do, I signed up this morning. I'm going to do that training. Okay. And then I'll pick up in May uh, for my 
my T land club. Oh, okay. All right. Because your marathon is scheduled for when in September? Oh gosh. I feel like it's the 26th. It's toward the okay. end. Oh, it's late. It's late. September. Yeah. Okay. That's a good, that's a perfectly fine answer. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 When is yours? So Missoula marathon is scheduled to be June 28th. And our first guest is also training for that. So maybe we'll get into that a little bit, but I am still following the plan pretty much exactly like it's written even though, gosh, this morning's run, it was a tempo. It was warm up for 20 minutes in zone one and two. I'm doing heart and soul level two and then doing tempo for 25 minutes. And, ooh, I swear, even even though it was an out and back course, I swear it was uphill both ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was a little challenging. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping up with that. And right now my kids are still on, well, it's not extended spring break, but now this week, the teachers in Portland public are learning how to do remote online education. So there's no school. So it's just, we're in kind of a limbo zone right now. Yeah. We had spring break, um, and I'm doing air quotes last week. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Monday was this email, like, hope you all had a wonderful spring break. And now we're back to it. Mm, Yeah. Ooh, that hurts. (laughs) And I have to say right now, I, pretty much exists in a household full of vampires. I, John, my 14 year old son, I swear he gets up around four o'clock maybe in the afternoon. He was eating breakfast at five o'clock yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) See, you sound like me though. I'm just like, you, you know, you do you do your thing. We're going to have a bit of a schedule, but you know, you work from home. I work from home. Mm -hmm. Um, So it just feels like I have all these people in my office. True, true. Most, most definitely. You know what I've equated it to is from a very early age with the kids, like when they were quite young and I would fly cross country with them to go visit my parents in Connecticut. I, you know, when they were super young, I I certainly paid attention to them and kept them entertained. But, but pretty much from when they were like preschoolers, I was like, you know what, here's your stuff. You keep yourself entertained. Here's my stuff. I'm keeping myself entertained because I felt like the more attention I gave them, the more kind of rowdy and raucous they were on the plane. So, you know, I mean, they were so thrilled. That was, you know, oh my gosh, I can watch, you know, Finding Nemo on the back of the, you know, on the little cable or whatever that they have on planes. So to have unlimited access to that, they were perfectly fine. And so I feel the sort of the same way. Like I, I, no, like they seem content and sure, just keep doing what you're doing. That's all good. Um, our main thing though is we play games now after dinner. So mm. yeah, yeah, that's fun. It it actually is fun. Um, so and I'm actually going to talk about that more on Friday afternoon. We're having our first many happy hours um, series on Instagram. We're doing Instagram live. So I'm going to be doing that on. um, So check that out. I think it's at 5 p.m. Pacific. No, have we decided on a time? Are we doing 5 p.m. Eastern? Am I going to be drinking Um, at two in the afternoon? uh, I think it was five Pacific. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't, I'm not a day drinker. I actually really, really don't drink at home. So I might just sip a little bit. You can drink some noon. <laughs> sure. Everybody can drink whatever they want. We're just precisely we're yeah. hang yeah, out. Yeah. We get to chat with you. Yeah. Um, of yeah. course, inspired, you know, by the rock. By and the rock. if you want to have a cheat meal, um, <laughs> well, well, right, you can eat right. something very disgusting in front of us. and we will not be able to turn away. (laughs) And so, yeah, so that's on our Instagram feed, which is at the mother runner. But 
I think we need to jump into our guests. We will be joined by the first of our four mother runners after this brief break. Stay with us. Our first guest is Nicole Hart, a mom of three who lives in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And if you read our newsletter, um, this is the Nicole who is with me on my embarrassing group shower incident during a Ragnar Relay. <laughs> um, and uh, like me, as I mentioned, Nicole is training for the Missoula Marathon. But unlike me, she's using that race as a buildup to an ultra in late summer. Nicole is a running coach who works from home. Thanks for joining us from a closet in your home, Nicole. Great to be here. <laughs> uh, so speaking of hiding from the kids in your closet, how old are your kids, Nicole? I have three. So my oldest is 19, and it's a boy, and he is home from his first year of college, mm -hmm. uh, unexpectedly home and stuck with us for the uh, time being, mm -hmm. and he's not very thrilled. And uh, we have a 17-year-old boy who is in 11th grade, and he was already doing cyber school, so that just continues. And I also have a daughter who is 11, and she's in fifth grade. Mm -hmm. I got I got to give a shout out to your second son because he is a extremely gifted, talented, devoted dancer, and um, you give me a lot of advice about um, what it's like to have a dancer son. So um, just thank you and want to give that shout out. Well, thank you. Yeah, he's uh, they're doing just one online class a day, and he's trying to get that done in the basement, and then uh, so he's kind of lost a lot of his training and he actually um we have great news that in the fall he is going to be leaving us which is great for him but not great for us um he's been accepted as an apprentice at carolina ballet <gasps> in raleigh north carolina <gasps> i have wow. chills hearing that that is so exciting congratulations to him yeah and thanks we got through all the auditions before everything was locked down so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. wow. wow yeah that's, yeah that so is that's pretty exciting for him yeah yes very exciting yeah no, yeah. it's good that everything got done too before the lockdown. Um, my daughter does Irish dance and they had to cancel Worlds this year, oh. which is oh, so yeah. sad uh, because, yeah. you know, as dance moms, we all know they work so hard and, yeah, you I know. and then they couldn't go. Yeah. Where, where was Worlds? It's in Ireland and it was their 50th. Oh, oh. very big deal. Oh, my we gosh. had the girls from our studio going and they qualified back in the fall. Mm. Um, and it was supposed to be this spring. So, oh my goodness. So sad. So sad for these, all these kids. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, we also wanted to ask you more. So you're a running coach. We wanted to ask you more about your running background. If you could share that with us. Yeah, I've been, uh, I was not an athletic child or even through high school. And I really didn't discover running until I was in my mid twenties when I met my husband, who was active duty in the army at the time. And he was, into running. So I slowly got into running and I really um, became more of a serious runner actually after I had my kids and ran my first half marathon in 2005 and then my first marathon in 2007. And since then, I think I've run 11 marathons and two ultras, two 50 Ks. Wow. 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 So are, did you, uh, you know, I'm in Ohio. I know we have a lot of restrictions um, I can still run outside, but they just closed portions of the bike path. Of course, it got flooded because this is the perfect time for that to happen. Um, yeah. What types of restrictions are in place in Pennsylvania? Well, we can run outside, same thing. Um, we are discouraged from going in groups, of course. So I actually haven't been running with my 
running friends. We've been running solo for a few weeks. Um, they did. They are recommending to stay off the Appalachian Trail, which is oh. very close to where I live. I can run to the Appalachian Trailhead in about a mile and a half from my house, wow. and it's something I love to do. And they are recommending that people don't go on it only because there were too many people in big groups because, you know, families were hiking and that kind of thing. So they kind of ruined it for the rest of us, but because um, the, the trail goes right through the town. I actually, I, you said that I live in Carlisle, but I actually live just outside of Carlisle in a smaller little village called okay. Boiling Springs. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Yes. Right along the Appalachian Trail, which is a great, I usually do a lot of trail running, um, mm -hmm. but I'm staying off of that too, because I'm just trying to avoid people as much as possible. Even my normal little park paths I'm finding there's so many people and you have to veer so far away from them mm -hmm. that I've just been running more on the road it's just mm -hmm. to avoid mm -hmm. that right right all right so describe your home life now I know that you and your spouse are working from home and um, be sure to include the bit you shared with me about dragging your two sons out of bed and putting them to work helping their sister yeah, you know, it's it's just we're trying to adjust to this new normal. And, you know, we're in our third week of this now. So it's starting to become a little easier in some ways. And I've kind of accepted the way it's going to be. The first week was probably the most frustrating. So mm -hmm. um, my husband luckily can work from home and he is the breadwinner of the family. So I have to, you know, respect that he probably has a more important work schedule than I do. So <laughs> he goes up to, we have a large house, which is also very lucky and he we have a third floor so he goes up there and he gets on his computer and i it's like he's at work i don't mm -hmm. really see him except he comes down for lunch mm -hmm. um but then that kind of leaves me of getting my daughter out of bed getting her set up on her schoolwork, and then waiting for someone else to emerge from a cave <laughs> you know because I, I get a lot of work done in the morning I normally go as soon as my daughter was on the bus that was my time to run and work out and now mm -hmm. I just wait and I wait in my running clothes and I wait and um, finally around 10 30 11 usually one of them comes out for some food so that's usually <laughs> you totally make it do it to make it sound like they're they're animals coming from a cave like making like bacon lumbering <laughs> i'm telling you it is like having savage animals they come down and they're just looking for food all day long i'm like oh, come on people like we don't usually eat this much food i can't keep up with it and i can only go to the grocery store once a week like yeah yep. but that's the one thing so then i'll be like can you just be here if your sister needs some help with her homework or anything or just to make sure that she's on track can you just be here for like 35 to 45 minutes and I'll just sneak out the back door <laughs> so you know I mean I guess I could get up like super early in the morning but boy that would make days so long yeah yeah like I just can't do that right now I just can't I mean I need to sleep a little bit and I my husband and I get up and walk the dogs before mm. um, you know before he starts work so we get up anyway between 6 and 6 30 we walk the dogs together which is nice oh, and then nice. you know he goes to work and and I try to get some work done before the kids get up but it's it's uh it's evolving it's it's getting a little easier I'm being a, a lot more accepting of it mm -hmm. and we're going to make it work Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And, and take each day as it comes. That's what I'm finding. Um, that... Right. Yeah. Every day is different. And, uh, you know, I think if you can just accept and, and appreciate the good stuff, I mean, I have to be, I'm so grateful that I can be at home and mm -hmm. that, you know, that he can be at home and he, we're financially okay. Mm -hmm. And I have nothing to complain about. I, sh I, 
honestly, I'm really enjoying having my kids around, even though they drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. Now that I've accepted that they're going to be here for a long time, <laughs> um, I'm trying to really enjoy that because, yeah. you know, you only have so many years with them and exactly. I'm really trying to enjoy it, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So, but originally you had, um, I put out a call for, um, BAM ambassadors. I should have mentioned you like all these guests are BAM ambassadors and um, you had written on the BAM ambassador page when I asked for guests, you said, I'm truly an introvert and social distancing would not be that difficult for me if not for having to socially include all these people in my family 24 <laughs> seven. Um, so, um, so talk more about that as I suspect there are a lot of listeners who are rapidly nodding in agreement right now. And, um, please talk about what you're doing to kind of manage those feelings. Yeah, I am definitely someone that likes alone time. I've mm-hmm. always been that way. I've always been very independent and mm-hmm. I'm definitely an introvert. So um, I would just love that time of day when everyone would be out of the house and I'd have mm-hmm. just a few hours to myself. Like that was nirvana for me. So now I feel like I'm just in a, a perpetual snow day or summer <laughs> vacation that'll never end. And um, yeah, it's taking some getting used to. And I think that is one reason that I, I continue to run that as long as I can get out for, you know, 30 minutes to an hour every day to do something outside by myself, mm-hmm. that is keeping me sane right now. And then I usually when I come back, then I will sneak down to the basement and just spend a little time to maybe do some strength work. Sometimes I'm just like laying on the floor listening to a podcast, but they think I'm doing strength work. <laughs> Quick, do some glute bridges when they come downstairs. Exactly. And then, crunch, crunch. and then when I, you know, I hear like a lot of noise upstairs and things are getting a little crazy, then I'll finally come up. But, um, you know, I'm just savoring that time by myself <laughs> to do that at least. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm adjusting, but. It's been difficult. I have to say, I am not someone that wants people around me all the time. Yeah, I I totally relate to that working from home. And, and um, I would always remember when school would start back up. And I, the first day I would notice that I was home alone. I'd be like, yes, I'm oh, home. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. <laughs> yeah. And- so you're mentioning, um, we were talking about this earlier too, that we're kind of sneaking away to the basement to try to work out, um, improvising with kitty litter and children that happen to walk by in my case. Um, how, how have your workouts changed? And especially because you're a group fitness instructor and obviously your gym is closed. How are you, are you keeping in touch uh, with people from the gym as well? Yeah, I haven't been doing um, group instruction for a while. I actually am doing just online run coaching now. And then I also just prescribe like personal training, like um, Mm. strength workouts for people is what I usually do. Mm -hmm. But I, so luckily I have a lot of equipment here. We have a treadmill in our basement, which is helpful. I haven't been on it for a long time, but we have um, a TRX set up downstairs oh. and I have a good amount of dumbbells. I think mm-hmm. the he- heaviest ones we have are 25 pounds. Oh, wow. And then we have a couple medicine balls. We have a couple kettlebells. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got some resistance straps. I have pretty much everything I need because I always did most of my strength training at home anyway. Mm-hmm. So that's been great. I mean, 
for all of us, because even for my son who does ballet, he's trying to do some strength workouts as well. Nice. So having that equipment has been helpful for him as well because he can't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really, that part hasn't really been affected, which is great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And how about sticking on a training plan since Missoula is not your end goal? So even if Missoula doesn't happen, you know, you still got that late summer race. Yeah. I mean, luckily the way the, um, I'm on the ultra marathon training plan through uh, the train like a mother club, Mm -hmm. which is a long program. It's actually a six month program. So I'm actually in that program as well as the Missoula training program. They're kind of overlapping each other. Mm-hmm. So it, it actually makes it a little confusing on training peaks because they're both loaded up there. So then I have to go through every week and kind of decide like, okay, which workouts am I doing this week? <laughs> and which one do I want to do? Uh, I think I'd rather do this one today, but my <laughs> long runs, um, I'm trying to stick to the marathon training part of it uh-huh. and trying to at least get that mileage in. And then the other workouts I'm kind of picking and choosing, but I'm pretty much staying with my runs. I mean, I'm pretty much doing my training pretty consistently, which is great. And it's giving, I mean, I feel like I'm working out actually a little bit more consistently in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. The first yeah. week was the toughest. I had a really, I had like a mental thing kind of going on the first week that I mm. felt uh, kind of vulnerable. Mm. Um, I was kind of like, I had traveled to Toronto with my son not my middle son, but my older son. We had just gone on a quick trip for a weekend because our birthday weekend, we went to Toronto mm-hmm. and that was March 6th, I was there. Mm-hmm. And that's when the whole thing started with this virus. And I was a little paranoid when I got back that mm-hmm. maybe one of us was going to get it mm-hmm. and that maybe we were going to bring it back home. And I came down with a cold, of course. Mm-hmm. And I felt... It was, it was actually really kind of a, like, I'm not an emotional person, but I was a little scared to run. Like mm. I was, I was thinking, oh my gosh, like if I felt run down and I, what if I can't, what if I can't run anymore? What if I can't mm. breathe? What if I, I guess got really, really scared. And this was early before it was really on the news that much, but I just, I guess I, I, I was a nurse previously, so I have some mm. medical background. So I was taking it a little more personally than I thought I would. And um, my husband had a cold and he was coughing a lot. And I thought, oh my gosh, we have it. That's it. And uh, so um, we locked it down pretty quickly in our house. We took it very seriously right from the beginning. A lot of people around here did not. Mm. And um, we were locked down by the March 12th, March 13th. We were staying home. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we've been doing that ever since. So I would say that the first week I wasn't feeling great physically. Mm-hmm. Um, I I told my running friends right at that point. I said I'm not feeling great. I might be coming down with something. I think we should run separately. Mm-hmm. And I really haven't seen them since. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it just was a strange. I've never had that feeling before that physically, I didn't think I was going to be able to run anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that was unusual, really unusual. And I don't know if anyone else is feeling that, but in the last two weeks, I felt better about it and I felt stronger and more capable and and I'm not as scared as I was. Oh, that's important. That's important. And But I I think not being scared is part of the fact that I'm home and I feel like if I I can control my environment and we're all home Mm -hmm. and we're all healthy, that I'm going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. So, and then you've also started a daily meditation practice. Do you find that that's helping mm. manage your um, anxiety and your fears? 
Yes, definitely. That and I've been kind of I've dabbled in it here and there the last few years, but I've never really made a consistent practice of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm committing to it right now and I think I'm I've probably been doing it for between 10 or 12 days, I don't know exactly. Um and it's only a few minutes a day, usually, you know, between 10 to 12 minutes a day mm-hmm. I've worked up to, but it's really helped me a lot. And mm-hmm. I'm doing a program through Smiling Mind, which is a free program that you can oh. do. Mm-hmm. And they just started a new one just this week that's actually um, called Thrive Inside, this new program. Oh, that's interesting. And it's all in, in uh, reaction to the um, virus mm-hmm. and coping mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, like yesterday was a good one. It was um, respond rather than react mm-hmm. was the theme of it. And, you know, you just learn how to think about how your body physically reacts to the stressors that you're feeling Mm -hmm. and learn how to respond to that in a positive Mm -hmm. way and, and make yourself feel better through meditation, through breathing and to um, connect to that feeling and know how to deal with it. Mm, That's interesting. Yeah. I find it really helpful. Mm, Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that with us. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Nicole, I, I hope to see you in Missoula in a few months. Um, oh, I hope so too. Like, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I was really looking forward to this trip. You know, um, this year is was my 50th birthday, and yeah. I was really trying to make it really a fun year of trips mm-hmm. like that and getting together with running friends. And and it is a disappointment. I understand if they have to cancel it. Yeah. Um, but it will be. It'll be really sad if we can't go. I know. I know. Oh my goodness. Well, take good care, Nicole. Thanks for joining us. I will. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to be joined now by Kellen Seleski. She's a mom of two in Norton Shores, Michigan. Kellen is a medical lab technician and she's joining us from her car because she still is going to work. So um, thank you for taking a break, Kellen. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Hey, Kellen. So how old are your kiddos? So I've got two kiddos. Uh, my son just turned seven and my daughter just turned nine. Oh, nice. And so what is your running background? Okay. So actually my kids play a really big part to my running background. Um, I ran cross country in high school, but I did not enjoy it. I was slow. Um, we didn't have a really good team, you know, so it was just something to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I graduated, you know, I hung up the running shoes and just didn't do a darn thing till I graduated college. And so when I was pregnant with my first daughter, you know how your brain gets a little um, goofy when you're pregnant? Mm -hmm. I was sitting on the couch one day and I told my husband, I'm like, hey, do you want to sign up for a half marathon? (laughs) (laughs) Mind you, he's never run a step in his life. And I'm thinking, oh, he'll say no. And he'll just kind of, we'll go on our merry little way. Well, he said, yes. So I'm like, oh crap. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I had a wonderful pregnancy. And, um, after I had my daughter, we, um, we found a training plan and we started with a, you know, a couch to 5k. Mm-hmm. And we had, you know, little six-week-old Lydia in the jogger mm-hmm. before we realized you probably shouldn't take a six, 
week old. With a floppy <laughs> head. Running, oh, yes, yeah. with a floppy head and a running <laughs> stroller. Um, we went around the track and this was in the winter. So there was still snow. You know, we were completely naive as mm -hmm. to what we were doing, but we had a blast. Mm -hmm. um, and we finished the couch to 5K and started a half marathon plan the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you know, I look back and I just shake my head at myself, but you know, it's all good. Um, and so then maybe like five months after I had my daughter, my husband and I ran our first half marathon. <laughs> <laughs> and you haven't looked back since? No, no. Um, so we, we both stayed running pretty consistently. Um, I've done quite a few halves, one full, and then, you know, just some fun 5Ks with the kids too. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. So, Ari, before we move on too much more into um, workout stuff, what type of restrictions are in place there in Michigan? Well, we just had um, last week the shelter-in-place order um, mm -hmm. statewide. So that basically means you are stuck at your house unless you're deemed um, essential to work. Mm -hmm. Or you can go outside to get your groceries. Or um, thankfully, we still can exercise outside. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very curious to see how long that's going to last, though, because... Now that the only thing anybody can do is go do something athletic outside, you know, just the roads are swarming with people and the trails are swarming with people. So I'm like, well, mm. that kind of defeats that purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh my goodness. Well, so, yeah. at, and I know from um, checking you out on Instagram that you have a best running friend and it, but it looks like, and it looks like you're still running with her, except with, um, at least six feet between you. <laughs> yeah, this was actually kind of funny. We, um, this week was the first time since this whole thing kind of blew up that we were considering running together. You know, we've done mm -hmm. a lot of solo runs, but you know, she's like, we have to figure something out. And so I'm like, okay, well, if we go early when there's not a lot of cars, we can like, take up the entire road and mm -hmm. we can just go. And so we, we did that and it was really nice. Um, we picked a path. Uh, thankfully we live like two miles away from each other. Mm -hmm. So instead of one of us driving to the other one's house, like we typically do and mm -hmm. then do the entire run together, mm -hmm. we each started out separately and ran towards each other. Right. Right. And then picked, um, back roads and stuff that we knew wouldn't have a lot of traffic mm -hmm. but at the end of our run um we a car honks at us mm. and we're like oh somebody's being really nice you know <laughs> like, she thinks and um later on i get a text from my husband um saying that it was one of the members from our church mm. honking at us saying um that we were too close together and he kind of <laughs> called us out. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, I'm sure it was only because, you know, there was oncoming traffic and I had to squish closer or something. <laughs> so, uh, so we kind of got called out on that one a little bit, but we were yeah. good for 98% of the run. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Well, I mean, it sounds like you're getting really creative with your workouts, um, both, you know, by trying to keep a distance with running. I love that you guys ran to meet each other, but you've also told us you're getting creative with cross training and you've included your kids. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, my kids are so great. Um, <laughs> I give them a lot of credit for just being willing to go along with whatever crazy idea mom has for the day. <laughs> but um, with cross training, you know, a lot of times I just say, come on, kids, you're coming with me and we're doing this. <laughs> and, you know, because we all know it's more fun to do stuff with other people and they're just little people. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but a lot of times they will, you know, sit through a, like a train, like a mother club circuit, you know, we'll mm -hmm. do those together. They definitely prefer when I have a video going or, mm -hmm. um, one of the lives that Dimity has been doing in many happy miles. They think those yeah. are amazing and oh. tons of fun. <laughs> I have to <laughs> My, say, I have to say, if Dimity were here, she'd be thanking you and your kids. So I will in her stead. <laughs> yeah, my son the other day, he was trying to do, I forget which move he was doing, but gosh, it was like some, oh, it was the planks where you have to touch your shoulder. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. yep. And he goes, he's looking at me, he goes, Mom, these are hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, buddy, there's a reason I'm shaking. <laughs> but um, it's kind of terrible though when they bust out like 30 burpees right next to you and you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. More burpees. I mean, I'm like, no, 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 we hate burpees. <laughs> yes. And you know, they do usually bail on me like halfway to two thirds through, but it's like at least we got something there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you even said that you're setting up your bike next to the kids while they're doing their schoolwork, which uh, that was a funny image to me because like the Peloton ads, it's always this beautiful loft and, you know, they're just kind of coming out with their little towel over their shoulder, looking over this view. And I think about all of us parents, you know, so yeah. tell us more about the bike training next to the kids. How's that working out? It's unique, you know, <laughs> um, I have a tiny little office area set up in my basement and you can basically just shove the bike on the trainer behind my desk mm -hmm. and so I'm sitting on the desk or on the bike and my son is using my desk doing um his online schoolwork we don't have official like assignments but the teachers definitely have been sending us ideas and um, I'm a little OCD about keeping my kids on track. So I mean, they don't know it's optional. <laughs> <laughs> don't let them listen to this episode. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm like, sorry, kids, you guys have school until 11 today. <laughs> but, you know, they're doing math or reading or whatever. But um, I like, you know, they're set up in their little station super close so I can get my workout in and um, but if they have questions, you know, they're like, mm -hmm. mom, what's, you know, what's this multiplication problem? And I can still help without mm -hmm. having to get off the bike and, um, you know, sweatily look over their <laughs> paper or my computer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So, and you, um, told us, you said, I joke that we need an Excel spreadsheet to figure everything out. It's been a crazy game of Tetris trying to fit everything in, but we're making it work. So talk a little bit more about that, how you're juggling with you and your husband and taking turns working maybe and getting the kids to do their schoolwork. 
Yeah. So um, it's, I'm very, very grateful that both my husband and I are still, um, we both still are working, mm-hmm. but it also makes things kind of um, interesting when we're trying to plan out the day because, you know, like I said before, we both still run. And so we have to navigate, you know, okay, well, I'm working this shift today. Okay, well, I have a meeting at this time. All right, so when are we going to get our runs in? Do you want to get up early? Okay, we got that one out of the way. <laughs> um, you know, so it's every day is different. Mm-hmm. But thankfully, we like, we're very, um, gosh, I can't think of the word, but we're cooperative doesn't sound exactly right, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we work together because we know everything that each of us wants to do is important. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of like blocking out little chunks of time and almost setting them like um, meetings. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to run from 5.45 to 6.45 and then I'll get the kids ready for breakfast while you do this. And, mm-hmm. um, and we do that throughout the year, but it just seems like it's more um, imperative to do that now since our kids are young enough to where somebody still has to be home with them yeah. all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And paying attention to them. They're not um, self-reliant like house house pets like my kids basically are. <laughs> yeah. Well, house, thankfully, plant, house plants. Yeah. <laughs> thankfully, one thing that has been kind of nice, you know, you look for silver linings in situations like this. Mm-hmm. But my kids have been playing together so well during this mm-hmm. whole time off. We're on week three right now. Mm-hmm. And they're imagining together and they're making up games. And I'm just like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened here? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the times they they do, you know, come up with things and we have, they're not like chomping at my heels. But yeah, I, you still need to have have somebody there for him just in case. Yeah. 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 And so do you have, uh, you and your husband or just you a race on the horizon that you're training for? Well, yeah, thankfully both of our races aren't until the fall. Mm. So, you know, I'm, I'm still hopeful that things by then will kind of work themselves out and things will be back to normal, but we're, um, we're both, running the um, Ragnar Michigan Road. We Mm. did that last year and it was tons of fun. So we signed up for it again. And then I've got an October full marathon that I'm, I'm gunning for. So which one? Um, Grand Rapids. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Kellen, for sharing a snapshot of your life with us. Yeah. Thanks again. Take care. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Our next guest is Erin McConnell. She's the mom of two young kids. They live in Erlanger, Kentucky. Erin works in banking risk management, and she brings an interesting twist to this scenario. Uh, Working from home means no lengthy commute. So welcome to the show, Erin. Thanks, Sarah. So Erin, how how old are your two kids? I have an eight-year-old daughter and a four-year-old son. Oh, similar to mine. Um, And what's your running background? So I've been running for 10 years now. In fact, uh, Facebook reminded me yesterday that (laughs) 
I, I had, you know, it was kind of like the first time I went running was uh, March 31st of 2010. So oh. um, right in line with AMR. Yeah. Uh, Happy anniversary. Yes. Oh. Thank you. Um, so yeah, off and on took some breaks when I had the kids. Um, but, you know, in my late 20s realized I needed to get some exercise in and, um, you know, tried out a couple local 5Ks and was like, well, I could do a 10K and and my cousin was like, you can do a half marathon. So the rest is history. <laughs> yeah, that 5K is like the entry, entry drug. It really uh, you're like 3.1, I can do a half. Yeah, um, it's just 10 more miles. <laughs> and then you're at like mile eight. And you're like, what? Why is this so long? Um, what type, so what type of restrictions are in place in Kentucky? So we have what they're calling healthy at home rather than stay at home. Mm -hmm. uh, it's about the semantics, the governor's you know, yes. trying to make it a little bit more positive. Mm -hmm. um, you know, essential employees are essential businesses, you know, food, groceries, pharmacies, things like that. Otherwise, non-essential retail businesses are closed. They're permitted to have like drive up curbside service. So some small businesses are doing that. Mm -hmm. We can still do carry out food, things like that. But otherwise, everybody's at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Okay. So Aaron, I want someone like you on the podcast to show that even with the dark, dark clouds of coronavirus, there is a silver lining. And, and I think each of our guests have also brought those up without any prompting from a question, but you have more time in your day for workouts now that you don't commute. So um, what are you missing and uh, how has it improved your exercise life? So I have about an hour drive to work uh, each morning mm -hmm. and home can, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, depending on what time I leave the office. So I'm getting two hours back in my day, mm. which is fantastic. So instead of waking up at five and scurrying around the house to leave by 645 to get to work by eight, um, we're sleeping in a little bit. Um, I'm able to get on the treadmill about 615, uh, do some strength workout and then still be logged in for work by eight o'clock, um, which has just been made it a lot easier to stick with a schedule um, and following the many happy miles plan and uh, have not had to really cut out any workouts because of it like I was before you know it used to be a lot of okay because my husband's a runner too it's like okay who's going to do what when what day how are we going to get to the gym you know all of that and now it's you know there's a little bit of juggling um, but a lot less one of us can go down at lunch or after work done or first thing in the morning right so it's been um, I feel a lot better about everything because of it too. Yeah. yeah. So, so well, we talked with Nicole previously um, and she was making me a little green with envy because I'm using kitty litter and children to strength train. Um, <laughs> she has a full gym in her basement. So have you <laughs> added anything new to your workouts? I mean, were you somebody who went to a gym typically? Has that changed for you? Yeah, it's changed a little bit because I did once a week work out with a trainer, um, you know, talking about my runniversary. That's also about 10 years ago. I started working out with a, a group at the gym um, mm -hmm. once a week. And I've that's obviously, you know, not, unfortunately a non-essential business. Yeah. So they have closed. Mm -hmm. um, so my husband and I each grabbed a set of dumbbells um, at the store and we had a couple of pieces of equipment, you know, stability ball. Mm -hmm lightweights, you know, some resistance bands already. So we each grabbed another set of dumbbells. And so I wouldn't say we have a full gym, but we have a little bit extra to kind of make up some of those um, strength workouts. Not the same intensity as working out with a trainer for sure. And not the same energy as the group that we were working out with, mm -hmm. but at least have 
a little bit of variety with that. Yeah, I'm envious. I am all body weights over here. Yes. You'd, think, you'd think maybe being a fitness- oh, I'm, getting, I'm getting so jealous right now of everybody because <laughs> Amazon is selling like five pound weights for $300. It's just, <gasps> yes. Oh my what? gosh. And I went to the Play It Again store. It was literally like closing as I was standing there. I was watching the gate go down. And I'm like, ah, just like throw the weight out the door. I'll catch it. <laughs> I'll throw the money to you. I'll Venmo you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, Aaron, your, your kids are young, as you said, and now you work from home and you sent a photo to us that I dubbed in my head, Lego lunacy. Uh, <laughs> so um, talk about how you're keeping them entertained or at least not bored silly. Cause you do have work that, you know, and it's yeah. like, you're having to, it sounds like maybe your boss is keeping an eye on you, even though you're at home. Yeah. Um, you know, thankfully I have some flexibility and I have a manager who has kids the same age as mine. So oh. she's really understanding about that, but yeah, there's still work to be done. Um, working in an essential industry, we have to keep, keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there is a dining room table full of Legos. What's not in that picture is my husband's workspace at the end of that table. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> what, a, what a patient man. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, he, he, he really is. Um, he sounds so he, you know, we, t- we take turns taking breaks to help with whatever. My daughter has um, schoolwork to be done. They're doing virtual learning. So she, you know, gets assignments that are to be done every day. And so we spend a couple hours. She sits down kind of in the same space we're in. My four year old is. Um, we bought some stuff for him to do, but he's really the one that the Legos are for. So that's mm-hmm. why they're kind of scattered everywhere. <laughs> um, but once they're done, they've been getting creative with their toys. I think there was a puppet show going on as Aww. I was coming upstairs to, to do that. And um, they are keeping each other entertained a little bit better than they were at first, um, playing a little bit better. Yeah. I have to say that's, that's interesting that you say that, you know, um, cause Kellen said the same thing. And I, like when people ask how I'm doing, I'm just always want to applaud my kids because I don't, I don't know. It's like, like no matter what age children are, they seem to um, appreciate the significance of the situation almost mm-hmm. in their own way, at whatever level. And that they, I don't know, it sounds like kids are so much more cooperative with each other. And like my kids are like my, our oldest daughter is 18 and her room is on the third floor. So she has a whole, the whole floor to herself. And, and so like, I'll hear our 14 year old daughter being like, Oh, can I come upstairs and visit you? You know, and like, like, it's like an event, like after dinner, I get to go visit Phoebe upstairs. Like, I don't know. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's interesting. So well, they, yeah, my kids have their moments um, for sure. But slowly they're starting to appreciate each other more I think. Yeah. and appreciate the time at home with each other with us you know trying to trying to find the silver lining yeah, yeah I think I think there is that too I think the um like on Sunday I was reading on my bed and all three of my kids just came in and just flopped down on my bed and were we started like looking at pictures on our phone and then playing a card game and all this stuff and I'm like oh my gosh I never just hang out on my bed with all three kids it felt like like when they were little again almost so I think there's a, Ooh, mommy's around all mommy and daddy are around all the time. Isn't this mm-hmm. special? So yeah, interesting. So, but I have to ask, does your husband wear like noise canceling headphones when he works or something? Um, no, he's just much better than I am at tuning it out. I think so. <laughs> I he's just so. kind of, he's, um, he, you know, and, and again, he, he also works in banking. So uh-huh. it's similar. We work in similar fields and, um, I think we just are able to take turns, like focusing on the kids and focusing on work and, um, just kind of making it work day to day, depending on what our schedules look like and meetings and stuff. And 
we'll, one of us will come upstairs if we have a call and the other one will stay downstairs and kind of keep an eye on the kids. And uh-huh. we just each day as it comes um, for however long, I guess. So. Yeah, yeah. And do you have a fairly big yard? I mean, um, we, we do and we live in a cul-de-sac, mm-hmm. so there's not a lot of traffic and the kids can run around outside. We've had decent weather mm-hmm. for the most part, so that's been good too. Yeah. Let them yeah. get outside and play. I just think that would be so tough to, I mean, you know, I live in a city and so that we have very little yard space and I just think, oh my gosh, if they were young again, I'd be like, I don't know, making them just go up and down the stairs or something. <laughs> Throw them in a hot tub. <laughs> yes. Say for instance. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so are you training for a race or do you have anything coming up? I didn't have anything on the calendar for spring. Um, well, that's not entirely true. I had a 10 K, uh, flying pig marathon weekend. Oh, okay. Um, so that was just for fun. Um, I do have a half marathon on the calendar in the fall, the queen bee half, which oh, is yeah. also put on by the flying pig organization. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they've actually moved the flying pig to that same weekend. So, oh. um, I was glad that I didn't really have to alter my training so far. Um, but cause my husband was actually training for the, the flying pig half. So oh. he's, he's had to alter his a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nice. Nice. Well, hopefully all that will happen in due course in the fall. Yeah. yeah. Fingers crossed. Yes, yes. Yes. Well, thanks for joining us, Aaron. No problem. Thanks for having me. Our final guest is Carrie Wordy, a mom of three who I might add looks so dang young in the photos she sent that I thought she was one of her daughters and had sent a family photo without her in it. Um, yeah. Um, so, and uh, uh, Carrie lives in Sylvania, Ohio. Thanks for joining us, Carrie. Thanks for having me. I'm very excited. And that is like the best. I'm going to keep that email forever that you sent. Like that is the best compliment ever. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly, but the bad thing was, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's just, what's she thinking? What She's taking this photo. She's not in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. So, so we won't ask your age, but we will ask how old are your kids? <laughs> well, my husband and I have three children. Um, one is my stepson. Um, so he is from a previous relationship. He's 23. So I guess he's not a child anymore. But then we have two daughters together. One is almost 17 and the other one is almost 13. Nice. Oh, okay. And so what is your running background? Um, well, let's see. So I started running to like, quote unquote, get in shape for my wedding, which was in 2000. Mm. We got married in 2002. Um, so I mean, it's funny to think back on, like, I just like the inexperience and then, you know, like, just go run, you know, like just no cares. I don't think I had a watch. I didn't know anything. Um, but I just, you know, started really liking it. And just started running for that purpose at first and then um, continued after we got married and um, ran through my first pregnancy. But um, now when I say run, so I didn't call myself a runner for a long time. I would say I run. Like, there's a difference. Tisk, 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 tisk. <laughs> I know, you know, there's a difference. Like I just run for fun. I don't care about my time. Like, so, um, so yeah, ran, um, you know, as much as I could. I think my first, 5k it must have been in 2008 was race for the cure and then just decided to hey I'm going to do this half marathon that my 
um, yep. you know, the gateway drug. Yeah, exactly. Like the next <laughs> in April, like, hey, why can't I do this? You know, I can do a 5K. Why can't I do a half marathon? So, did that. It was in our inaugural um, half marathon for the Glass City Marathon, which is our local race here in Toledo, um, our local marathon. Um, and yeah, just kind of have kept at it since then. I have no idea how many half marathons I've done. I've done four marathons. Um, mm. And then, like a couple of triath like sprint triathlons like just two mm -hmm. and they're just women only mm -hmm. and they're just mm -hmm. hilarious and they're a great time <laughs> nothing <laughs> serious like i am not winning any medals i am not out to like you know win anything i will you know stop and dance with spectators high five small children you know whatever so just out to have a good time i like it good <laughs> yeah good. and then Absolute a couple years ago i got hooked up huh what did you say? I said attitude counts for a lot. Yeah, attitude counts yeah. for a lot. Oh yeah, totally, totally. So got hooked up with my local. Um, a friend of mine had me join um, a group, like a Facebook group called Running Buds, a couple of years ago, and so it's just a really cool community um, of just local runners. And so we, you know, very inspiring to each other, and you know, get somebody to do things they never thought that they would do, and. So it's fun. So um, yeah, I got involved with that and then just started running more. I'm involved with our local Toledo Road Runners. They put on a bunch of really fun races and I'm a ambassador for a company called Toledo or Run Toledo um, that they put on a bunch of um, really fun events as well. So um, I just really like being a part of the community. So it's kind of progressed from, you know, me running a minute at a time before <laughs> before I got married to you know, kind of really being, trying to be embedded in the running community. We have a great community here in Toledo. Awesome. That's great. Awesome. Well, mm -hmm. and we've talked to people from different states. Um, you're in Ohio, mm -hmm. along with myself. Yes. I, I tune in for the 2 p.m. wine with Devine. Wine Divine. with Devine. I'm some, well, I'm, I'm uh, working, so I just can, I can be snacking with Acton, but I can't have the wine with Snacking with Acton with Amy Acton. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so we... Uh, can you tell the listeners more about the restrictions here in Ohio? Yeah, so we, um, I, I, you know, I mean, I didn't know it at the time, but the more I've been reading, I feel like um, I think Governor DeWine has been really kind of proactive and one of the first to really put in some restrictions early on, um, which again, I didn't kind of know that at, at the time. But um, so yeah, right now we are on, you know, whatever, I don't know if they call it shelter in place, but a stay at home type. Mm -hmm thing where you're only working, mm -hmm. only essential, essential employees are going to work and um, which I work for the state. So we are mm -hmm. working remotely and we have been since um, uh, March 13th is when we got the order to kind mm -hmm. of, you know, start, start teleworking, working. Um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we just kind of go out for essential, you know, grocery store runs and, um, you know, we're able to do carry out and things like that to kind of support local businesses. Um, and we're able to still run and um, I don't know about you Maggie but there's talk of like our metro parks being closed because so many people are using them and they're not yeah. practicing social distancing so that's kind of you know hopefully that does not it doesn't come to that um, because we are still enjoying our parks and we have a great metro you know metro parks um, in northwest Ohio and so there's plenty of them there's they're great they're very well you know maintained and um, so hopefully it doesn't come to that, but right now we are still able to, you know, get to the parks and go outside and, 
and all of that kind of thing, you know, stuff. We're not like secluded to our homes or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you talked about how connected you are in the running community and it seems like you have a very loyal group of running buddies. So talk to us about what's the same with your runs with them and what's different. Well, the same. So we're still doing our, well, it's, I guess it's kind of different. We were still meeting at five. So we usually do um, two days a week at five o'clock um, in the morning. Wow. And then, um, so a couple of us have switched um, from five to six um, mm-hmm. just because we can sleep and we can, you know, we're not in any hurry to yep. kind of get ready for work or anything like that. So um, we're running in smaller groups, but still, still running, still going, getting out there, you know, couple times a week um saturdays um, we usually meet at a local park and again our group groups have kind of gotten a little bit smaller um mm-hmm. and we are kind of you know running a little bit farther apart it's good that you know there's not a whole lot of traffic especially at 5 a.m but now even with less traffic because of you know nobody's really going to work so we kind of take up the whole street and you know we're mm-hmm. lit up in our next year so we're we're good but um um so yeah so it's just been you know, again, kind of smaller groups. So still running, we still, you know, all need it and know that we need it, you know, like we will go crazy if we Mm -hmm. don't get out there and um, kind of it's a great way to just kind of vent and, you know, kind of get some stress relief out. And um, Mm -hmm. because quite a few of them have small, I am, you know, I'm glad that my kids are older, that I don't really have Mm -hmm. to, you know, kind of be the babysitter and, and really, really monitor their schoolwork. Um, Cause I don't mm-hmm. think I'm smarter than a fifth grader. So I don't know that I could, I don't know that I could like really like help them with, you know, with their schoolwork for the most part, you know, so yeah. they, they're luckily they are pretty self-sufficient anyway and are good at, at doing their work, you know, prior to all of mm-hmm. this and keeping on track. And um, I mean, we definitely yeah. have to remind them and ask them and stuff, but they have a setup. So now it's kind of since the, the schools have now gone to May 1st. They're going to be, you know, no school until at least May 1st, which, you know, ever it's kind of, mm-hmm. in, you know, assumed kind of that they won't even be going back this school year. But, you know, they, mm-hmm. on Sunday, I was like, you know, we have to, you know, because the first week they were home, it was just kind of whatever. The second week they were home, it was spring break, like their actual spring break. So they didn't have any school or anything in the schoolwork. And now I'm like, all right, this is going to be, we're in it for the long haul. Like we need to set up some, some little stricter and you need to be sitting at the kitchen table with your Chromebooks and not in your rooms and whatever. So they've been pretty Mm -hmm. good about that this week of really just getting up, getting their stuff done and and focusing, which is good because I'm able to work and not really, you know, worry too much about them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And we were laughing when you shared on Facebook, my friends and I are sending videos in a group text with our workouts to motivate one another. Um, turns out you're mainly just laughing at each other. We really are. <laughs> but, it's so funny. And who came up with that, that idea? Can you tell us more about it? Because I really think that's, it's such a great idea to keep in touch with people that way too. Yeah, I don't know whose idea it was. So it was, it's a couple of, um, it's not actually not even like my running buds group either. It's a different um, set of actually high school friends um, that we kind of oh. have for this, you know, long, you know, group text for years now or whatever. We try to meet once a month for, you know, a girl's night out or whatever. And so I don't even know how it started, but we were like, let's, you know, I think one of my friends, Trina, did it first and, you know, posted like, you know, I just did this workout 
or whatever and she's mentioned you know we should send videos or whatever because oh, that's what it was she did send a video of um v-ups you know those like little uh-huh. sit-up uh-huh. things that yeah. are like ugh, the devil's yes. child for invention <laughs> and um <laughs> So now I try to do it. I was like, oh my gosh, like I used to be able to do that. Like I haven't done a sit up and I don't even know how long. <laughs> you know, like, It's horrible. But I mean, I just, I run and that's it, you know, and I always say, all right, I need to, you know, I need to do more strength training. I need to do more yoga. I need to do this. I need to do that. So mm-hmm. kind of like, well, hey, yeah. let's use this, you know, time. So we've been kind of, you know, we'll put our phones up and put them on that, like a time lapse or whatever. So, um, yeah. So yeah, it's just, it's, we've been kind of cracking each other up and trying to keep each other motivated oh. and, and do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dimity has been doing leading daily strength workouts, or I guess maybe it's four times a week, something like that in our many happy miles program. <laughs> and then the other day when I was doing a side plank and just like sh- shaking and I, I know my so bad. And all I thought was, I'm so glad Dimity's good at these things because I'm <laughs> <No>. totally not. <laughs> I mean, do as I say, not as I do. And not as I do, right, right. Yeah. So those yeah. And I'm in many happy miles. So I have been totally slacking this year. Um, and this is the most pathetic excuse in the world. You know, I don't know what, like I am a paper person. So I, we didn't have oh. ink for the longest time. So I wasn't able to print out the materials. <laughs> like, is that not the dumbest excuse in the world? Why not to do these workouts? Because I can't physically check it off with a pen. <laughs> Who does that? Like, that's the worst excuse oh ever. My goodness. Oh so my I'm, goodness. I'm, we, I printed out April. So hopefully, you know, I hopefully I'm a little bit better about that. And, uh, but yeah, the, the VFs, I was just like cracking up. So we're like, you know, commenting on each other's music choices in the background. We do these little videos and stuff. So it's, it's, we've been, you know, it's been fun. Nice, nice. And you told us you are trying to add new routines to combat all the snackies. Yes. And we we definitely hear we hear that a lot from people who aren't used to wor- working from home because Maggie and I are both accustomed to it and know what it's like to work near the kitchen all day. Mm-hmm. But so talk a bit about that urge to snack and what your new routines are. Yeah, so I've been trying to um okay, well in my head my routine is a little bit different in real life. <laughs> but, <laughs> Like, can this just work by osmosis, you know, like if I really think hard enough, can I, you know, um, but, you know, because I don't really have to get up and get ready. I'm like, well, I could, you know, I can still sleep in until 630, seven o'clock or whatever. I don't really have to like log onto my computer until eight. So I'm trying to get in a better habit of getting up and using my, the treadmill, um, which we have downstairs. Mm-hmm. So there's no excuse that I don't do this stuff. It's just laziness, mm-hmm. I guess. But, um, you know, using the treadmill, we have weights, we have, you know, exercise balls, all of that stuff down there. So I'm trying to do that a little bit more in the morning, even if it's just, you know, mm-hmm. again, I'll just start doing the many happy miles, you know, at least the, the strength training workouts and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And um, so hopefully do that. I'm really trying and I feel like I've been actually pretty good about the snacking. It was a little ridiculous at first, but I'm trying to like, <laughs> like really kind of say, all right, let's, let's stop with the sex you know, let's get on a routine. Cause I feel like, because we have now been told state employees will be May 1st as well. So I think, I think at the mm-hmm. beginning it was just kind of like, Oh, this isn't going to last long. It's just, you know, blah, blah, blah. But now I'm like, all right, this is like the new norm for at least the next four weeks, you know, so I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I got to mm-hmm. use this time, you know, look at the positive of it and use this time. Like, Oh, this is a great time to really start a new routine and, um, you know, do more mm-hmm. strength training things, even at lunch. Cause I'm, 
you know, have the time. I have an hour and before it was, you know, we don't want to go to the gym because, you know, you don't really have that much time to get sweaty and shower and go back to work and all that stuff. So, you know, by using, you know, my lunch hour now, I just have to go downstairs and, you know, if I'm sweaty, mm-hmm. who cares? <laughs> you know, I don't really have to. Right. Nobody can time. smell you. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Or if I jump, you know, there's no travel time now. So I have the time to, even if I do a 45 minute workout or whatever, you know, I still do yeah. have time to jump in the shower and sit there with my hair wet when I'm done. So, um, right. so right. again, trying to like really incorporate, like just using this for good, you know, to yes. hopefully. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that is the message that we want to end on using this for good. Yeah. So thank yeah. yeah. Thank you, Carrie, for joining us. Take good care. No problem. Anytime. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, that's so interesting to hear different people from around the country. And I do love how all of them all on their own brought up that there's silver linings to all this. Yeah. And I think the message too is everyone's just taking it a day at a time. Mm -hmm. Everyone's doing their best. Some days you wake up, you feel good. And some days you don't, then you just Mm -hmm. roll with it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and we've launched a program to help people, we hope, uh, get through these um, interesting times that we're living in. It's a virtual race series. It's called Love the Run You're With. There's going to be four races um, over the course of four months. It includes a flexible training program that has three levels for people who are run walkers all the way up for gals who are looking to bust a move. And um, yes. how about how about those medals, Maggie? Oh, okay, I was just going to say that's the most exciting thing. <laughs> the four, <laughs> four medals at Interlock. Yes. I'm so excited for that medal. Um, <laughs> I'm also excited to get my custom Gooder sunglasses. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, some. Um, yeah. I also added on the tank top. That's an add-on. That's an upgrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says so lovely. I, I just think it's adorable. I love all the colors. Yes. Yes. Very. Um, we definitely want it to look very bright and summery because as I said, it goes for four months so that there'll be a race in April, one in, these are all virtual races, April, May, June, and then the final one in July. And we know that July can, for some parts of the country can be a little bit of a wackadoodle time to be doing a race outside. So you can choose your distance on that one. You can choose your distance of anyone, but um, if you were to follow the plan exactly um, the main track you would do 5k, 10k, 10 mile half marathon, but it's pretty cool. Is- you could wake up really early or you could do it like a twilight run. Oh, look at that. Yeah. 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 There's a, that's actually the, a 10 K that I did was a twilight run. So that is a, um, all good options. And, and Dimity is all about offering options and she's the one who developed the plan. So, um, there's all, there's check-ins during it so that you can choose your, choose your own adventure, so to speak. And all of this is available at trainlikeamother.club. That's trainlikeamother.club. And you got to hurry up, people, because registration is limited to 500. We originally were going to do 300, and we got nearly 200 entrants on the first 24 hours that this program was open. So it is truly filling up fast. So again, that is love the run you're with and find it on trainlikeamother.club. Our podcast today was produced in Portland, Oregon by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures. Many happy miles. Mm-hmm.